Hello everyone and welcome to episode number two of Personal Growth Fridays. First of all, thank you so much for the fantastic response to last week's episode. Um, it's always really nerve-wracking coming up with things like this and most importantly releasing it to the public. I'm 25 year old, um, I have friends who will take the piss out of almost anything and everything, so the fact that I haven't been bullied just yet is a pretty good sign for me, I was expecting to get slaughtered. Um, so first of all, yeah, massive thank you to everyone for really just tuning in and, and being there for the first ever episode. We briefly touched on a few things last time, but obviously it was mainly more of an introduction to me, to what PGF is and why I'm doing it. Today I am actually going to be doing a proper episode we're all going to be excited to hear. Over the last week, obviously it's been a pretty big one with releasing this podcast, which made me think about one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned when it comes to working and just being a human being, which is allowing yourself to be vulnerable. It is terrifying at times to open yourself up to critics, to compliments as well, if you're like me, it can be quite hard to take one. Um, we don't like it. We like being in control of everything that we do, the response that we get, and, and how we can handle this all. So my personal growth Friday for the last seven days has actually been about opening myself up to vulnerability. One thing to, to really note here is that vulnerability isn't weakness. It's not weak to open yourself up to other people's opinions, their takes on life, and all these different avenues. Instead, we need to start looking this from a constructive point of view. At the end of the day, people's opinions is exactly that, it's their opinions. You can either completely disregard it and just treat it like it's nothing, which a lot of us like to do, unfortunately. All <laughs> we can do what we should always be doing, which is seeing it as an opportunity to grow. It is a fantastic chance to take on this feedback, whether it is constructive, it can be negative at times, it can be positive. It's about using that feedback to help ourselves grow as individuals. So opening yourself up to vulnerability is the first step, not only when it comes to day-to-day -day life, but also just in working life and speaking with friends and really looking at life as a fantastic chance to grow. I said previously about we, you know, we're never going to be perfect, and in fact, my my very first guest today really dives deep into the fact that perfection is just a, a bit of an urban myth. But the fact that we can see ourselves as unperfect will first of all take that first step and allow us to be vulnerable to criticism, to all these different opportunities. Someone sent me a quote from a book the other day, and I've got no fucking chance of remembering word for word what it said. But the gist of it was that when we look back on life, we see anything negative in our lives as a great opportunity to grow. We speak about these experiences and we, we talk about how we overcome them and how each mountain is a pleasure at the end to say that we have climbed it. If we go to Snowden, if we go to Everest, if we go to all these areas, no one ever talks about the gruelling steps that it takes to get up there. We always, always, always talk about the fact that we did it, the fact that we overcome it, and how we ended up feeling afterwards. That adrenaline, that that success, that real like sense of pride that we gain. So my biggest PGF for this week, and we need to keep this in mind when we go week in, week out, is that it's okay to be vulnerable. 
I hear and read a lot, you know, people use the saying, it's okay to not be okay, which is 100% true. But we need to take this a step further and understand what is not okay. Because there's many different ways to not be okay, but all of them stem from the fact that we are vulnerable at that point in our lives. So take that opportunity of vulnerability, don't shy away from it, don't be scared, and actually embrace it. Enjoy it, thrive in it, and use it as that opportunity to take the next step in your life. So really exciting one today. Um, I've got my very first guest in, um, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so, let, sorry, let's start one again. Um, let, let's dive straight into that, where I actually get to speak to one of my favourite people in the earth at the moment. Okay, so welcome to the very first guest on the PGF podcast. For me personally, I thought what a better way to start than actually where I started my journey, which is actually through my colleague, Becky. Um, I will allow Becky to properly introduce herself, explain who she is, unfortunately how she has to know me, um, and all these different areas, but I thought I'd give a quick intro as to how I kind of know Becky. Becky has been a fantastic mentor for me over the last 13 months now. Oh my God, that's gone quick. Um, yeah, so last 13 months, we've worked very closely. The team did start off just the two of us. So we've really, I like to think, got to know each other pretty well, um, unfortunately for Becky. So it's been a, a really exciting 13 months. I won't steal the limelight though. Becky, please take it away. Well, thanks, Max. And firstly, I just want to say how honoured I am to be the first guest on uh, this PGF podcast. It's a, a real delight. So thank you for inviting me. Um, and yeah, to everyone else listening, hello, my name's Becky, as Max said. Um, I work in CS at Jiminy. We're a coaching platform. Um, so coaching is a large part of our day to days. And I think Max would agree has kind of seeped into our lives as well, you know, all, all areas of, of what we do. Um, and yeah, is there anything else specific you want to know, Max? Um, no, to be honest, that's, that's really it. And you hit the absolute nail on the head there where you say it's almost impossible to just to keep it work-wise. Um, you know, you spend, what, like almost 50 hours a week speaking to your, your colleagues. Um, so naturally, you know, personal life's got to come up. You've got to get to know each other. Um, so it is interesting being able to speak not just about how our personal growth has helped us, you know, with our sessions, with our calls, meetings, all that jazz, but also kind of how it's helped us personally. Um, and how we've kind of seen, I like to think, each other grow over the last 13 months. Um, now, obviously, my coaching journey actually started with you. Um, you were the kind of main person to switch my mindset up, kind of get me opening up and, and really kind of accepting vulnerability and, and how to kind of open myself up to coaching in the first place. Um, but obviously, where did yours even start? Where did you kind of kickstart things off with? Yeah, it's a very interesting question because I guess in a way it depends on how you define coaching um, because coaching can take many different forms and sometimes when we talk about coaching it means you know a proper coaching session where you use it to uh, listen back to a call or an element of your performance and you know coach that together with a team or, or a person. Mm some more structured coaching but my introduction to coaching actually 
didn't start with that structured approach and it started much more from a management style and when I say that it wasn't my own uh, although I wish I was that intuitive just to have it there initially um, but it was from my manager at my previous job so now working in Jiminy, before that worked at Reward Gateway mm -hmm. uh, for almost 10 years. Uh, and there I was um, in a team with Shelley Lavery, who was my manager at the time. Yes, and obviously you know her well and maybe people listening as one of the co-founders of Jiminy. Um, and Shelley is one of those people who really uh, spends time harnessing a coaching approach to management rather than a directive style of leadership and just to break down that into more you know common speak what it means really is when i would go to shelley with a problem of which i at the time believed there were many you know always kind of <laughs> panicking about this or that or whatever it might be and going to shelley oh you know this has happened i can't believe it what's going on um and rather than saying, okay, well, you should do this or um, try that, she would always say, you know, very calmly, okay, Becky, what do you think? And it was that, just that one little part of coaching, just that one question that put it back on me and allowed me to have a think about it, to see things more, you know, with clarity and she would help me get there. And the result of that at the end of the day was that, you know, I felt quite empowered to own these problems that initially I thought were insurmountable. They then become something that, you know, I've got to the solution myself. I'm feeling confident and good. And I would always leave those conversations feeling great, even though I'd entered them with this entire head of stress and stress. Yeah. panic. Yeah. And it just showed to me, how important a coaching style is and you know that's really a foundation to coaching in our world where we do recommend you know the structured approach but even just that you know that was really my introduction to coaching and where i firsthand felt the positive impact of having that style of leadership within a sales and a cs organization you know how valuable it is Mm, yeah, it's funny you um, bring that up because actually at the end of last week's episode, I, I briefly kind of touched on the difference between a coach and a teacher um, mm -hmm. and how kind of like even just like the different style of questioning and the different like approach to things is two polar opposite people, really. You know, they may potentially be trying to get you to the same outcome, but the methods that they use and the approach that they take is, is completely different. So it's, it almost sounds like Oh, there's a, a road rage outside my house. Uh, <laughs> it almost sounds like Shelley kind of was the first coach you had compared to a teacher. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's it just, it feels very different. You know, I'd recommend anyone listening, even thinking about your own style of, of leadership or management, just, you know, try that one little dipping your toe in coaching and just when someone comes to you with a problem, ask them a question rather than, telling them what to do and you will probably know what to do mm. it's always good to just try and pause you know and ask them the question instead definitely definitely couldn't agree more right so you know where pgf started um you were actually one of the, the founding members um so Correct. 
<laughs> obviously it started off with uh, a group of us what well, was about three or four of us each friday afternoon kind of just reeling off uh things we learned from last week you know where we want to grow all these different areas when got, that was about four or five months ago now wasn't it that seems, seems yeah cool. a while definitely and so it has grown just like Jiminy, how we've now got more and more people. Um, PGF has kind of grown into something that we do with customers, clients, we do with ourselves every week. It really has spiraled. Um, and now we've even got a fucking podcast. That, that, <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> what's going to be next? It's going to be like some crappy TV show next. <laughs> um, um, so each week, obviously, we, we talk about something new. But for me personally, there's like a list of at least four or five that have stood out to me, that have kind of earned their way onto a post-it note in front of my my window, you know, so I see it each day. There's always kind of like the one or two that are just real, like a right, that's almost like a life lesson and not just like a, a growth Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know we could sit here for hours and hours and talk about all different ones, but if you had to give one that really completely changed the way you view work and you view life and all these different things, what would be your go-to PGF? Well, what a question. Um, you know, I'm the, I'm the same as you. Having done the sessions, you know, every week with our great team being open and, you know, vulnerable at times and, and being able to mm. own up to things that are going great and things that aren't and, you know, have that conversation. I mean, the one thing that I would say is that I have learned so much in that time, both from my own reflections and from listening to the team who bring really insightful learnings and and reflections. So it is almost an impossible task to uh, ask me to to pick one. Um, But I I do have something, it's not necessarily like a post-it note, phrase I guess but more a a learning and a journey that I've been on that's been really powerful for me Um, and I guess the way to explain it is to think what my mindset used to be like before I had this revelation which was you know very much getting into situations I touched on it earlier that I would find um, quite stressful Mm -hmm. Um, And as a result of that, I would often, you know, relate my own performance to what was happening. So say it was a client call, for example, um, maybe it was a tricky call for for whatever reason. Um, I would, you know, be be in that call and I, I would leave it maybe thinking that I hadn't done a good job. And I would find that very stressful and I would really hold that with me. It would become it would be heavy on my shoulders and I would feel less good, like less less of a good person even. Like yeah. I was very much equating, you know, my work performance with who I am as a person and how what my worth is as a person, mm-hmm. which is a, a dangerous place to be. And when I realised this, you know, I really just spent some time, as we always suggest, reflecting on why it was this way and the way I can best describe it to you is that I just believed that I wasn't doing things right. And by right, I mean that I wasn't doing things in the most absolute brilliant way that could possibly be done. Hmm. So essentially, it was just being really hard on myself. 
because I believed that there was this perfect way of doing it. It's yeah. a dangerous way, isn't it? It is dangerous because, you know, I, I carried on this way for a while and free reflection realized this idea of perfection just doesn't exist because, <laughs> you know, which is a very freeing thing um, to, to realize that because you're striving to something that's impossible mm. and then kicking yourself for not getting there, even though you can't get there because we don't live in a world where perfection is a thing like if you look at and we've talked about this before max but when mm -hmm. you look at you know like olympic gold medalists and people really at the top of their game they never reach this point where they go nailed it yeah done i'm the fastest yeah, yeah. done that race and now i'm you know i've got the gold medal even when they've done that they look back at their race they review it they assess their performance you know they do more training their diet they stick to mm. I don't know, whatever else athletes do, it's not my world. Um, but, you know, they work on it. And and that's what I've, the big lesson that I've learned, to let go of perfection, see everything that I'm doing as progress, because I have the mindset now, rather than I'm not good enough because I'm not perfect, it's every little bit that I'm doing is a step towards greatness, Mm. Yeah, it's, it's moving towards becoming a master at something, becoming an expert, but it's never going to be perfect. And it's all learnings. And that is all good stuff and something to value and really feel proud of. So now when I have a tricky call and I walk away from it, I don't think, God, I could have done all these other things. Mm. I think that was a tricky call and I handled it really well in the moment with the knowledge I had at that time yeah yeah you know so that's kind of a little bit of the mindset shift there see true I, I always think as well even like perfection doesn't exist that's a fact um but even what our perception of perfection is is going to change as well like i reckon if you are 21 year old max and becky what their idea of perfection is and then you ask yourself now what's perfection they're going to be completely different end goals so yeah even chasing the idea of perfection is dangerous because what you may want and you, maybe your main desire in your whole entire life one day could be completely different the next so not only does perfection not exist not only does the um perfection not exist the actual idea of perfection is also dangerous because you're just constantly chasing something that the whole point of perfection is that is out of reach is that it's yeah. something that you can't properly ever grasp so it's good to use it as motivation in some ways, but don't chase it because otherwise you are, it's just, as you say, it's going to be quite a sad life. Just constantly yeah. feeling like you're two steps behind. You're just letting yourself down. And like you say, it's subjective, right? So mm -hmm. there's not even this absolute truth of perfection that exists. And I think that was the other thing that was, you know, a, a huge learning for me is that there is no objective right and wrong of things there is no right way to run and build a cs team there is not really well there is a wrong way i mean let's be real <laughs> but there's there's lots of different ways that you can do things mm -hmm. you know and, and i think when i was when i was younger i was always researching what's the best way what's the right way <coughs> excuse me 
Whereas actually just trusting your instinct and getting on and doing it and learning as you go Mm -hmm. and realizing that you have your own ideas, which are creative and inventive and deserve their place at the table as much as what someone else has done and having confidence and faith in that, you know, that's a powerful thing rather than thinking that you're always not doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And that is, uh, I think, it's almost like a harsh reality to learn that perfection doesn't exist. And and as you say, that everything that you read online is guidelines. That's how you should see it as not as kind of like the black and white, like, right, that is truth. You know, this is the only way it can be done. You know, that's kind of like such an old fashioned way of thinking. The fact that there is just like a right or wrong answer. You know, I think when you're young, there is a black and white, but as you get older, I think the gray starts to appear more and more in a good way. I think the more you kind of accept the gray and you can embrace it. And, you know, as we said, I previously touched on last week about being curious, you know, and trying to live in that curious mindset. I think forget chasing perfection, start enjoying the progression as you go along and enjoy that kind of gray world, you know, that world where there is no right or wrong. We can make mistakes, we can learn from them, we can use it for, for progression. Yeah, I agree. But I will challenge you just on your grey world there, Max. And maybe we can reframe it as more like a spectrum of a rainbow. (laughs) Sounds really depressing, doesn't it? It does a little bit. I'll go to my grey world. (laughs) Yeah. We can all live in this colourful world instead where... (laughs) Awesome. So a massive thank you there to Becky for stepping in. Um, this was very short notice. Um, I didn't give her much time. I don't think she even prepped at all. She literally just jumped into it. But for me personally, Becky has been a fantastic leader. Um, she's really managed to show me exactly how you should open up your mindset, how you should accept this vulnerability and, and use it as a tool. That's really all we have. Our brain is just the, the biggest tool that we're ever going to use. And the more we can learn to allow the brain to actually accept vulnerability and open itself up so it can learn as well, the more we're going to grow as people. Um, as always, uh, the, the interview got cut pretty short because of Wi-Fi issues. Um, welcome to the 21st century. I'm in a house with no Wi-Fi. Apparently that's now a thing. Um, but a massive thank you to Becky Wetz. Um, she's been absolutely unbelievable for me, my growth, my mindset both in and out of work. Um, so a huge thank you to Becky. Um, so to summarize really what Becky was going for there is about that key mindset of accepting that the world is about progression and not perfection. We're never going to achieve perfection. It doesn't exist and even what we think it is will change every single week. So we embrace this progression mindset enjoy the fact that you're improving enjoy noticing your improvements and seeing how it's benefiting your life because sometimes you do need to look back at your work and think wow look where i have come from day one to day however long you've been at your company you'll be fucking amazed at how big a difference and how much you've grown as a person so embrace it enjoy it all um thank you everyone for tuning in for episode number two of personal growth friday And as always, a massive thank you to Becky um, for jumping in, helping out, sharing some knowledge and really just opening up about how her journey has changed over over life and where she's found her biggest PGF. So thank you very much, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you all next Friday. Bye bye.